0: I'm Gemini K. Eborn, your certified trauma queen. I've been working with survivors of assault for over a decade. This season, it's going to be kind of different. I wanted to share with you all of the different businesses and all of the different work that I'm doing. And yes, it's still connected to survivors of assault and the different aspects of what that looks like and how the different businesses that I'm a part of is supporting and helping, healing and creating. I've seen survivors portrayed without their voices A resource that I'm probably going to tell you about every episode is our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a platform that connects you with a personal online therapist. They have hundreds of licensed therapists. Even some of my friends work for them. And you can be connected within 24 hours. Now, these therapists are licensed and trained and they can support you in... Anything, basically, the things that are going on in your everyday life, PTSD, anxiety, childhood trauma, and so much more. And always, I would recommend seeing someone in person first, if that's an option. But online therapy is so amazing, because especially if you are somewhere where you're not able to find a therapist that maybe you can connect with, someone that looks like you, has similar identities as you, and that aren't too expensive. With BetterHelp, you can filter to find exactly what kind of therapist you'd like and it doesn't feel right with that per and if it doesn't feel right with that person, feel free to switch. That's the coolest part. You can be like, "Hey, didn't really match well." They will switch you out with someone else within 24 hours. You can video chat, talk on the phone, do in-app messaging, and it's available for desktop or mobile. Go to BetterHelp.com queen to find your personal counselor for as low as $35 a week. That is betterhel dot queen. Let's get back to these wild stories. Hey, y'all. I'm super excited to, one, talk about tending the garden, two, give you an update, and three, talk about the future of tending the garden. I got some cool stuff in the works, but before we get to the cool stuff, I think we need to kind of have an honest conversation about what happened and why things didn't work out. So the best people that I thought to help me with today's episode are the two people that have been by my side While we have been creating this project of mine and expanding on it. So without further ado, here we go. We're going to talk about tending the garden. Hey y'all. So I know you've already heard the intro and I'm excited to be giving y'all an update. And I am also super excited to let you know, kind of inform you who was behind creating Tending the Garden. Yes, you know, Jaminika, I am the founder, the brain. I created this from a silent retreat and some thoughts because I couldn't do anything else. But I couldn't do this alone. And I can't do this project alone. It's bigger than me. It's It's bigger than all of us. So I wanted to, one, introduce the magical humans that helped me do this. And we'll continue to like opt in and out and create this space, but also to kind of give you an update about where we've been, what we've been doing, where we're going. So I would love for y'all to introduce yourself. So I would love it if you would introduce yourself, name, pronouns, and what you do for tending the garden. Uh, Jesse, would you like to go first?
1: Sure. Hello. Um, My name is Jesse Yamasaki. Still trying to figure out really what I want to be called, but I am she, her, and I would say, you know, my official name is producer and operations manager, but with such a small team, we wear, we all wear so many hats. We pass the hats around. So yeah, producer.
0: (laughs) Producer. And coming up is uh, this lovely being (laughs) that has a closet of hats in my life (laughs) um can you introduce yourself human
2: yes my name is dan owens my pronouns are he and they and i guess i'm technically head of fundraising for tending the garden but also in charge of telling jiminica this is a good idea we should do it (laughs)
0: Yes, yes. you never
2: know what happens after two weeks silent retreat ideas, you know, but luckily we put it down on paper and it's still, it, it held up, it held up strong and we've just been going ever since.
0: Yeah. So, um, so this is going to be like a conversation and also like kind of interviewee-ish. Um, So I came up with Tending the Garden because I've worked in mental health, I've worked in mental facilities and i've always seen survivors treated kind of like um like a soft tissue right <laughs> instead of allowing them to be their full strength and allowing them to show up and connect and also for folks that identify as having marginalized identities i saw a lot of them not receiving the support that they needed as well as coming out with different traumas than they went in with and i said absolutely the fuck not this this is not a safe space. Um, Dan Dan, and I have been working together for like four years. This is the longest working relationship I've ever had
2: because
0: hey. I break up with people after a year and a half, two years. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, yeah, I went to a silent retreat and all I could do was sit and think because I wasn't allowed to do shit else. And I was like, I want to create this thing. And I came out and I was like, Dan, I'm coming home. There's things I want to tell you. And we created this magical being that I'm excited to share with you all. So Tending the Garden is a retreat for sexual assault survivors that identify as marginalized identities. And our first retreat, which was supposed to be in April 2020, but was focused on supporting um women and non-binary folks of color that were sexual assault survivors. But of course, that raggedy bitch, I don't know if you've heard about her, COVID. I hate her. We're we're beefing. Um, she showed up and showed out, and uh, here we are. I think that I think that's that's kind of caught up until whew, more things happened. But, uh, what are y'all thinking?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, basically to fill in a little bit of the gaps. Mm-hmm. It, the, the part that was so phenomenal to me about you having this idea and not just an idea, because ever since I met you, you've wanted to do something similar to tending the garden. Um, but what was so phenomenal to me about this idea is you told me about it. We figured out the cost. We figure out the facilitators like we literally went through every single thing we would have to figure out. And two weeks later, a retreat center emailed me and basically said, do you have any clients who are interested in hosting a retreat? And I was like, that's so funny that you would bring that up. Um, Yes. so Manifestation is real, y'all. Exactly. So they reached out to us and we kind of started – putting things in motion. And Jesse came into the fold like, gosh, a couple months later, like we we had like a, a
0: blessing.
2: A, yeah, like a she big, flew
0: in like a blessing.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> we we started doing the work in like April or May of 2019. And I think Jesse got involved like June or July, like it was everything was so synchronistic. The timing just kept working out. It just felt very, very meant to be. And I just feel like it's important to to note that because it still feels very meant to be, but just all of the synchronicities that happened so quickly just were so affirming.
0: Yeah. I don't think that COVID. Well, okay. Let me, let me fix this before it comes out of my blessed mouth. Um, I think COVID is raggedy bitch. I've said that. I'm keep saying it, but do I think that COVID has allowed my brain as someone that newly has learned that she is ADHD. And that makes so much sense. Um, But it helps my brain to slow down and kind of think about all the things, which luckily I have these two humans to bounce my thoughts and my feelings off of and been like, Hey, I don't think we're going to be able to do this retreat. (laughs) So what happened was COVID happened. She showed up, showed out, and we had to move the retreat.
1: Right? Right. We, had, so we to had it scheduled for do it. We had the initial retreat scheduled for April of 2019. We had pretty much everything sorted out, all the logistics, flights booked, everything done with the retreat center. Um, and there was this nebulous moment where it looked like it was possible to go, so we couldn't cancel. We had to cancel pretty much within a couple weeks of our flight dates. Mhm. Yeah, we were supposed to leave like April or we were supposed to leave.
2: The retreat was supposed to start April 1st, 2020. We were getting on flights March 30th or whatever. And I think it was like March 22nd or something. Like it was so close to the time where finally the retreat center was like, hey, do you want to push this off? Like we'll reschedule this for you for no fee. And we were like, okay, sick. Like we really don't want to. It's hard for us to decide like what any applicants feel comfortable doing like i don't feel comfortable being like y'all can not come here because you might get sick you know what i mean like we all have to make our own decisions but in that moment it was like the retreat center kind of said like okay plenty of people are rescheduling it we'll let you do this for no fee and we felt pretty confident being like all right you know what fuck it let's move it to november because i'm sure everyone will stay inside their house for a month and this will get cleared up quickly
0: that was a lie so it, it was a whole lie.
2: <laughs> they also told us, "Hey, y'all, it's going to be about two, three weeks,
0: and the world is going to be back flourishing. It's December. <laughs> the flourish happened differently for some folks, but we this is it. <laughs> this wasn't it. And we were supposed to, when we, when we talked about rescheduling, we said November, like y'all said, we thought it would be enough time. And uh, before that, though, Again, as I said, I've had a lot of time to slow down and kind of do a lot of continuous self-work. I'm a continuous working document. I'm like a Google Doc, constantly being updated. Oh, I just made that up. I like it. Uh, (laughs) um, And I was sitting and thinking, and I was like, I think we should change the retreat. And I reached out to Dan and Jesse, and I was like, I think we should just cancel it which was a really hard decision. And it came with a lot of feelings and a lot of conversation. And I would love you know, your thoughts and feels on when I reached out and was like, I think we should cancel it. I'm feeling some disconnection. Like I, I feel like we could do more.
1: Right, so we had rescheduled pretty much right away to November. Um, and then a few months into the pandemic, it was kind of obvious that there was no clear end in sight we were getting feedback from both facilitators and attendees that they weren't so sure either. Um, So on June 10th, that was the day that we officially submitted our first cancellation request.
2: Yeah, which was sick because in our contract, we had ninety days to cancel, so we were like, "All right, we'll we'll cancel this. We'll take a hit because the first uh, deposit or whatever we weren't going to get refunded." But to us, having concerns from our applicants and our facilitators, like it it was worth losing, you know, the four or five thousand dollars to know that we would get the rest of that money, the the thirty thousand dollars back, and would be able to take a step back, regroup, and. Do the retreat when it felt good to everyone. Like even the idea of going through this process and then after it getting on a COVID plane. Like I feel like we're just un- we're-, we're we're putting people back into like traumatic situations immediately after. It just doesn't feel right. And maybe if Absolutely. it's like yeah, and maybe it's- if it's like let's go to the Emiloa Resort to have a vacation for five days and get food made for us. Like that's one thing. But let's go to the middle of a jungle to do deep intensive healing around assault and trauma like the whole experience has to be safe so it just didn't feel good to us and we knew we were well within our rights um to do also, that Also the so- borders were closed. Also the borders were closed. The borders
1: were we
2: the-, literally the borders we could not go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Costa
1: Rica and
0: the U.S. were like, um, we're not commingling right now. So yeah. stay where you
2: are, and we'll stay we, where we are. We say no, thank you. Um, <laughs> like, and it was it was great too because we you know, whatever personal struggles we'd had with trying to get the things that we needed, at the end of the day, we didn't want to fuck them over. And like, they're a business too. So we told them five months in advance, like, this is coming up in November. We've already had two attendees say they can't make those dates. Like, you know, this this has become a different thing. Nothing's getting better here, not in the US. Like, still fucking December 8th like it's still you know things are only rising and getting more intense so here's five months worth of notice you know we want to get back the money that we can we know the deposit may be non-refundable but you know we want to just like give you as much notice as we possibly can move on and their overwhelming answer was no we're not going to give you a refund
0: it was a it, it it was very shocking for I think for all of us in the sense of they had, for the most part, been pretty good at communication. Again, like Dan said, we had other things which we won't get into because it doesn't matter. But for the most part they were, but it was very interesting. It was like multiple people trying to talk us out of it. Um, and we were like, no, we're, we're still good. We're, and then they would send someone else. We were like, no, we're still good. Oh, you're gonna send another person. It's like a train car of people,
2: yeah. but it's it's fine. It was it was it was an odd uh, follow up, you know. Being, hey, here's five months advance notice that we'd like to cancel something that was supposed to happen in April <laughs> anyway. Like you know what I mean, um, and then. I don't know. To me, it's weird for to have like a fully business relationship via email, and then once you're like, okay, I'm, I've decided I no longer want to continue with this. It all of a sudden becomes, but we're best friends. But what about my experience? It felt, yeah. But what about like, I've had such a hard time in my life. Why would you guys cancel? Like, it just turned into a, a kind of a strange. it, it, It was harder to respond to that. You know, like it's easy to respond if they're like. Like, well does it say in the contract that we can blah 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 because then we can go yes here it is attached but when it becomes like you know here are my emotions about what i don't know it just it just it felt so confusing i mean obviously i'm still confused about it because um, to me it's thousand so percent clear it's so clear you know yeah i i, I
0: again i think the decision that we made the decision that I made, because I, I have to make the decisions. I'm the boss or something. it's I'm getting used to it. Um, <laughs> the decision had to be made, and I'm, I made the decision based upon the people that we were serving, which are survivors. And almost everyone that is a part of this retreat is a survivor of some type of trauma. And for me, that's really important. Again, I go into mommy
2: protective mode and I'm like, no the ones in the wrong moment for me was I think it was June or July where we had an applicant who had uh you know, paid a partial partial fee and was like, I can't afford this anymore. Like I can't afford this and I can't go in November so can I get a refund can I whatever and they just would not budge on like they had you know thirty five thousand dollars that we have raised gotten from sponsors raised from like literal trauma queen fans of the podcast all the way to people have been supporting your work for ten years all the way to you know big brands who are donating ten thousand dollars like all of this fundraise money they have like thirty five grand of it and they weren't willing to give five hundred dollars to like 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 a femme of color who was a survivor who was like going to this healing retreat and then now was unable to like needed that money back basically. And so we were just like, okay, we can't spend all of this time going back and forth. And we just sent it to them immediately from like our, the rest of what we had fundraised. And in that moment, I was just like, some, something just felt off to me. It just felt like, you know, we're no longer working together. We're working against each other. And no matter how you slice it, like, they're not... They, they, they didn't want to work with us anymore, even on the transition from moving from one retreat center to another. Like, it just all of a sudden felt like we were, I don't know, hung out to dry. Am I allowed to say this? Is this too
1: much? <laughs> no, right, but the language from from their end was that we were the ones that were not willing to work together. When at the end of the day, we were just like, here's a contract. There is no legal interpretation that you can have of it. Like the words are the words. Mm-hmm. We consulted with how many different lawyers who told us- I think five. Yeah, this is the contract. Like, I don't understand what they're pushing back on. Um, so that's when it went legal. Yep, and that's when it went
2: legal. First it went left, then it went legal. (laughs) It went left, and then it went legal.
0: And again, everything for this retreat um, has been, one, we are fiscally sponsored by a nonprofit, the Effing Foundation, which is amazing. And they work with all different types of orgs that do stuff within sex, because a lot of people won't, even trauma um and so being able to again give people back things that donated right like tax write-offs we're grown-ups now those things come in handy um and then to be met with such discourse because again th- these these are factual things i'm my feelings are outside because if they were here honey Oof. um but factual things we were met with their lawyer which we had never heard of never seen giving their interpretation which is great, thank you. Um, So then we had to find a lawyer, which again, we don't have funding. We had to go into the fundraise money because, again, we were just trying to create a healing space and get this money back. And and that's it, to the point. Um, We did have to have multiple lawyers. We did, we were, did and were met multiple times with the same, oh, I love what you're doing. You're so close to my heart. I so appreciate this, no.
2: Yeah. Yeah that w- that was the most confusing part is receiving like this is, I mean, throughout the whole process, it was really like, this is so close to our hearts. We want to be able to, you know, assist in any way we can. We want to help you get applicants. We want to help you get funding. We want to help you get like whatever you need. Do you need an extra night the night before? Like, maybe we can do this. Like they just, uh, the entire time that we were working with them really, really made it seem like this was like their top priority. Um, until we needed anything from them like they they kind of decided what was their helping us um and also like you know there, there were plenty of things they didn't follow through on but like i don't know if i really give a shit that we like weren't in the newsletter or whatever until the last minute like that stuff doesn't really bother me anymore as much as the specific like verbiage around how special and important tending the garden was and how Happy they were to have something so powerful, and how in the same sentence they could say, This is so near and dear to our hearts, and no, we don't care enough to help you be able to do the retreat. Like, I don't know, it's so confusing. It's like hard to even really put words to.
1: Yeah, it's almost as if like there was all of this validation and support and praise to be on the record with it, but not to follow through because who the hell cares? how near and dear it is to your heart if there's no action behind it yeah that's really, absolutely
2: that's really the yeah you you fucking said it
1: yeah so yeah. it's all of this yeah. whatever the way that we interpret all of this doesn't really matter at the end of the day there was an agreement there was a reason we signed an agreement the agreement was broken and for us to really take any tangible legal action I mean, it would destroy any possibility of us ever holding this retreat because it would just cost so much to prove that we were right. It would take all the money and
2: and then some that's the other thing is like it's not even just okay well if you spend five thousand dollars then you'll get the 35 grand back and maybe it will be worth it it's like we talked to a lawyer in new york we talked to a lawyer in california uh, the final, <laughs> hawaii. yeah the final step was we've new been york. all over with the yeah, lawyers. literally well they're the way that they did it it's like their business is in hawaii so like Finally, we got we found someone who does the type of legal work that we would need, and they were like, "This is going to cost you so much money; it's not going to be worth it." And they were like, "You will win. You're in the right. You will win." But they can drag it out for three years, and they can make it uh, an insurmountable amount of money that you'd never be able to pay back. Which is like mm-hmm. my whole problem with the justice system in general. Like, oh, that's protesting. a whole nother podcast, yeah, honey. We need to this is episode two.
1: Yep, and they knew that and they were counting on it. So when we sent that last demand letter, we just never heard back.
0: And that is again, where it's back going left.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we, we are. We took
2: four lefts, we done, done a circle. And, <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. Maybe if you keep doing lefts, are we just in a circle? I think so. Right? Yeah, <laughs> if you do four rights, you're in a circle. So
0: if you do four lefts, you're in a circle too, right, yeah. Yeah, that would make sense to me. So yeah, we're now we're... in this circle. <laughs> We're in a circle that I'm not trying to be in um, where now we are here sitting here. (laughs) One, I love sitting and talking with y'all, but about magical fun things and not about how we've had multiple lawyers and we haven't been able to create the healing space that we wanted and they're still holding our money Mm -hmm. and the survivor's money on top of that. So again, it's, it's it's definitely over thirty thousand dollars with a combination of all of the above, and they're refusing to return any of the money. And I within the refusal they were like, No one else cancelled! Why why would you want to? And the offering was you can't see my face, but I am squinting. The offering was okay, well you don't want to do it in November. Do you want to reschedule? But after. this is after
2: Yeah, after
0: after the after the first two lawyers. Pulling we were like egg. Well, I don't feel safe now. My survivors are not going to feel safe. My teachers are not going to feel safe. And I would never, if I have the power, never put anyone in an unsafe situation. And I do have the power. So my answer was absolutely not. Um, and they said, okay, we're just going to ignore
2: you then. Uh, flat out, flat out ignore. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, he- here's the thing is like, you know, I uh, would love some sort of comeuppance or whatever. um, But at the end of the day, it got to a point where the anxiety, the emotions, the stress, the fear, it all became so much that we just talked and we were like, we have to let this go. Like we had to like, Jemenika had to make the decision like, I'm letting it go and hopefully the money will come from somewhere else. Like we just couldn't do it anymore. You know, it was so, I mean, this is how many months, like August to November of this year, or sorry, June to November of 2020. Like <laughs> not to yeah. mention all this is happening during 2020, which is already like. Pandemic. 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 We talked
0: about that bitch Rona. <laughs> pandemic.
2: Pandemic uprising. I can't tell you how many businesses per day we're talking about that are doing this kind of shit to black women. And this is like literally that the conversation is more, um, widespread than ever before that we're we're holding businesses accountable and at the very least being honest about these stories specifically when it comes to queer black women and then it's it's like i don't know they're like going even harder they're like doubling down on it or something so we just had to be like you know we're we're going to be dragging ourselves back into the same situation over and over again if we don't decide to put a stop to it basically
0: right absolutely
1: i think it felt good knowing that we spent whatever, five months, <laughs> fighting for our people, trying to make the right thing happen. It didn't work. And then, alas, we were blessed. <laughs> it's
0: true. Here we are. Uh, b- before we talked about the, the blessings and the moving forward, um, I-, I wanted to say that part of creating this episode of Trauma Queen, as Dan said, is is the release, right? Like This is the release. Mm-hmm. We can't hold this anymore. Um, We can't hold this in our bodies anymore. We can't hold this knowledge and information. And for me, one of the things that I talked to uh, Dan and Jesse about was I want to protect people moving forward, working with this retreat center because of, yes, it sounded all great as a beautiful location. It's one of the top, it's like five star,
1: highly rated. We should mention that. This is a five star star retreat in Costa Rica
2: yeah it's a luxury retreat center where people have their masterminds and they bring people for five hundred or sorry five thousand or seven thousand dollars a person to come to Costa Rica and learn about how to manifest or connect with wellness or whatever it is it's a luxury retreat center
1: yeah Mm because I'm sure if it was a smaller local company we were dealing with there we would not be having this issue no
0: They also have never had anything that looks like us. Um, If you go through and look at all their histories, they've never hosted a retreat that won black people. I'm just going to say it because I am a black, I am a black queer woman. Mm -hmm. And they've, looking at their documents and their events, they have never had a black person host a retreat. They've never had a black woman host a retreat. Maybe in the photos they've had few black people, non-white people in general. You know
2: it's a stock photo. Oh, she was real cute though.
0: Whoever you are, shout out, girl! I see you with your hair. Um, but yeah, so I, in saying all of this, we have lost money which, again, has been donated. Some of y'all might have thrown a coin in. I know my best friend was like, I put $200 in. That is my money also. And I'm like, you are absolutely correct. This
2: is your money. Yeah, (laughs) it is. That's the thing. This money is like, it's the community's money for the community healing. Like so many people donated to that because they were like, wow, I hope there's something like that available for me one day. Or, oh, my gosh, this is so necessary. It's never been possible. Or like,
1: you exactly. know just
2: making it so fucking affordable like having five people who were there completely free like we were paying for their plane tickets for everything so it's like yeah it's like a community fund more than anything r- mm-hmm. at this
1: point that's what really burns is that these people who had intention behind these dollars that intention isn't mm-hmm. being met and that you know i hate to feel like it but it feels like a failure mm-hmm. even though it's out of our control so yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, you know, we've talked about this retreat center. Um, I think y'all can figure it out. We're not going to give them any more shine with sharing their name because we're only sharing blessings moving forward. Um, It was a hard thing. They are still holding, Jesse, you have the numbers, like 34, 35, something like that, $1,000. But, and we've been fundraising through, this is this is our beautiful transition, to, to good things. Because, we, you know, even with Trauma Queen, we talk about the hard shit and then we move to, okay, there's a light somewhere in this tunnel. Yeah,
2: let's heal together. Let's heal together. Let's... I mean, also, you know, like, we deserve this opportunity to celebrate you and to celebrate all this work that you've been doing that, like, the whole reason we were able to take ourselves out of a literally traumatic situation is because your work led you to a place that somebody wanted to give you a huge fucking grant. Like it's blessings, like you are so, so receiving, so primed for receiving, and your work is being just so recognized all over the place. And it's just like, even more than an opportunity to stop thinking about this retreat center, it was an opportunity to see how how impactful your work is and how much it's, I don't know, it's just, it feels better to focus on like, You and your positive, empowering work than it does to focus on, like, what the fuck are we going to do that this white-owned retreat center did what every white-owned business has been doing for the whole year, you know? like
0: Being cute in front of the cameras and then behind the doors. Y'all heard. Yep. (laughs) Um, So we have been fundraising – Two different ways. We have been, you could donate directly to our fiscal sponsor, the Effing Foundation. Um, but really, we have been doing our biggest donation based acceptance through, I don't know if y'all have heard of a company called iFun Women. Um, iFun Women has been really fucking amazing. They also have a counterpart, a connection, a sister, all the things, but specifically for Black women. And so I was like, ooh, let me get in on this. I I will get into a mood and just be like, hey, y'all, I signed up for five grants and then I did this and did this. And they'll be like, okay, you, you had a good night. <laughs> um, and so I signed up for them and got in. So we've been fundraising through there, which please check us out. We are still fundraising, we'll talk about that more. Um, but they also offer a lot of different opportunities and sponsorships and they have a universal application that, I don't know, I, again, I get into those phases and fill out, and I got a call one night from someone in New York, and I said, well, I don't know who this is, but I listened to the voicemail, and they were like, hey, Jimenica, we sent you an email. We feel like you would have responded, and I said, I don't know, check them out, (laughs) and it was one of the owners of iPhone Women, and they're like, well, American Express is doing a a grant giveaway, and they have chosen you as one of the people that they would like to talk to, and I said, oh! Well, let me check my schedule, honey. And I had availability. It was literally the next day. I didn't know what we were gonna be talking about. And I told these two and I was like, okay, I don't know what it is, but it's gonna be good. I feel it in my spirit. And so I get there, I showered, got dressed, was sitting here with one of my famous glasses. (laughs) And they proceeded to ask about uh, tending the garden, which I'm always primed to talk about. Please let me tell you about this, this magical gift that I'm creating. And then they, they shared that they were going to be doing... Now I can talk about it. It's called 100 for 100. So they chose 100 Black women to support. And there's going to be 100 days of education and business connections and business building. And I listen, I'm learning how to be a, a strong business lady. So I was so excited. And then they were like, so we're also going to be giving some money away. And I was like, okay, girl, that sounds exciting. And they were like, well, we've actually chosen some some people. And you are one of them. We're going to be giving, tending the garden, $25,000. When I tell you they have captured me crying, (laughs) I don't know, it might pop up, but they gave us $25,000 towards this retreat because they heard my passion and they heard what we were gonna be doing. And then they saw me just crying for a good solid five minutes and saying, I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? I need to see that video but then i got to be like hey hey we need to have a talk we need to have a talk instantly
2: <laughs>
0: and then i got to tell these two lovely humans that have been working non-stop like yes i'm excited and yes i can i love at words of affirmations but also i have not done this work alone right like dan As many of you have known, probably, Dan has been my fanager for years and has shown up and shown out in so many different ways in my life that, yes, I can throw coins and gifts, which I do and will, um, but there is nothing that I can ever say to thank Dan for showing up in my life and trusting me and as creating the thing. And then without Dan, I would have never met Jesse because we had someone else, blessed be. And then... <laughs> Dan was like, hey, so I have a friend, and she's she's out of the country right now, but yeah. like I think she would be perfect. And I was like, go on. And the first time I met Jesse, I was like, this is it. Like the spirit, the energy, the compassion, also being a woman of color. Like it is just the balance that we have together. And some days there'll be like, hey. Bitch, I'm going to need you to calm down, okay? You're stressing me out with your stress. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, I don't even realize it. But to come back and be like, hey, we had a rough day. Let's move on. Let's figure it out. Like, you can't do that with everyone. There's no way. I've been in many partnerships and businesses. And to be able to sit, and you can't see them, but I'm looking them in their eyes right now. Like, to be able to share space and create this. Like, literally, again... This came from my ass sitting in a fucking cabin, not being able to talk to people for ten days. Brian, fucking, I cried every day. Brian
2: eating
0: vegetarian. Ah, uh, such a blessing. I, you know, what I'm trying to do it again, but to be able to create this and use all of our magic to create this, and I'm excited to continue creating. This twenty five thousand dollars is so helpful, and. No, it doesn't make up for the money that we have lost, because that, I mean, the only thing that can make up for that is more money. Let's be real. But it creates, for me, it creates motivation and a reminder of what is being created here, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: no matter what tries to push us back and tries to hinder It's so needed in this world.
1: Some universal validation right there, if I've ever seen it.
2: Yeah, validation was the word I was going to use too. It's like, it's validating not only of Tending the Garden, but of all of your work. Because, you know, Tending the Garden is one incredible project that you're doing that just pulls together everything you've been doing for Mm -hmm. the past five years, but also for the past 11 years, you know? Like, it really it really encompasses so many of the different facets of your work and of your presence online and of your presence in people's lives. And something Mm -hmm. that's also really amazing about tending the garden is it gives you an opportunity to not have to be the whole entire teacher. Like So much of your work is you educating. But yeah. this gave you the opportunity to curate an experience that, you know, was completely holistic. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't be like I'm teaching every class. You're like, no, this person is this expert. This person is this expert. This person absolutely is this expert. Like we have non-binary identi- identities. We have like people of all different like sizes, skin tones, everything like people are going to be seen in this retreat and a part of why that's possible is because you curated it so, so perfectly, Mm -hmm. um, which also kind of leads into, I don't know how much you want to talk about this, but the (laughs) idea that came from all of this shit going down, which is the virtual summit in April of 2021.
0: (laughs) Bombs. We're dropping bombs. I told you, we're talking about positive things here. And if we're going to talk about positive things, let's be realistic. The first time Dan said it, I was like, I don't think so. (laughs) and dan dan was like dan knows me so well to be like all right this bitch is tripping i'm gonna say it again in a few months and see what she says and it worked you think i don't know you okay little air sign
2: you got me figured out just how i got you figured out
0: yeah this we operate well it's true (laughs) we just float next to each other we're just beautiful air signs
2: literally floating it's a good time to be an air sign in a like remote working environment. Because I'll get <laughs> I'll get all the Google Docs from Jim and you could possibly get.
0: <laughs> I love a Google Doc now. I, I'm just into the gooks. But yeah, so Dan was like, what if we did it digitally? And I was like, Absolutely not. You can't create this type of healing without being in person. And then I thought, No, but we can create another type of healing environment. Exactly. Exactly. So, again, Google Doc Geminica threw some things together. I'm not gonna not gonna reveal all the things, but I'm excited to create this with these individuals, and it's not going to be focused on a specific type of identity, minus being a survivor of trauma, um, and also, you know, if you are an, an actual accomplice, because this ally word, honey, let's put some action. Um, if you're an actual accomplice, <laughs> um, we will have something in that space as well for you all. Um, but yeah, April because it is what? Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Hey. So that is that is one thing that we will be bringing for attending the garden because yes, it is an in-person six-day, five-night <laughs> retreat. Um, but it, it it is created and will be just a healing space. There's going to be educational portions. There's going to be ways to be connected to individuals. There's going to be so much, and it it's super exciting to be able to curate this. But again, I couldn't do all of this without. And also, like having someone like this magical human over here, Jesse, who um, we're both students right now, <laughs> to be able to be like, I would love to help you do this, and bring my expertise jesse can you share with us your expertise a little bit and what you generally yeah oh
1: my god it's like a little i mean i guess i can just say that that my expertise is being a virgo (laughs) um i'm so true so i mean i'm not even organized with shit in my own life but me neither when it comes to i'm not even organized in a way that you think that i am like have my calendar all laid out. I don't know, I think I just get so obsessive that I have to like make sure every single detail is super hyper clear or I get anxious. Um, So my expertise is, I guess, production. But yeah, but in a team way, you know? Like I don't wanna produce everything on my own. Like I really love the collaborative aspect of it. I think that's Mm why I really love the dynamic that we three have, because like I said, we wear so many different hats and we're not precious about our hats. Mm -mm. Like we're so open to hearing each other's ideas like within our different spheres. And yeah, I'm really, you know, seeing the whole world pivot to digital right now Mm -hmm. has been a lot, especially because of the work that we do, um, but so, you know, I think that there's going to be, I don't know, we can cut this out because I'm not sure what i say.
0: That's okay. That is okay. I don't think, I think this is a really authentic conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is the purpose of this is like us being, being the humans that we are. Um, and Dan, do you want to tell us your expertise?
2: Oh goodness and, gracious! Great balls. Of come
0: fire. on, you don't act like you don't like to talk about yourself. <laughs> Shut up.
2: My expertise. I mean, <clears throat> I have a couple of different. Ex- I do love to talk about myself. Um, soon, my podcast Dan's Desk will be out, and you can hear me talk about myself all the time. Anyway, um, <laughs> my expertise is a Quick couple pitch. of different things. Social media strategy is really like number one, and also identifying talent is another. Um, that's something that I'm really trying to like hone in on and be serious about because I'm really, really good at it, even in, like, you know, not only knowing that, like, Jim and Ica deserve so much more than 700 followers and working with somebody who wasn't shit and being taken advantage of at work and blah, blah, blah. Like, that I feel like anybody can know, but, like, I really feel like I can identify someone's highest potential and then either help them reach it or help them meet someone who they're, like, perfect to fit a role for or something like that. So it's like, you know, I'm, like, as proud of our fundraising efforts as I am of knowing that Jesse would be great to work on tending the garden like those those two things feel equally valuable to me so you know social media strategy definitely is a part of it but I just have such a vast vast background that like you know communication is is at the core um and that's kind of why i'm good at identifying talent and why i'm good at social media and why i'm good at producing like i can le- lead a team of 40 because i'm so good at communication not because i took a class on how to be a leader you know what i mean
1: yes you better talk about yourself very good
2: thank <laughs> promote, you oh my
0: god promote yourself Um, as, as I think we've, we've shared the journey, um, and we've kind of talked about where tending the garden is moving to. Yes, we will have an in-person retreat once, um, again, this raggedy bitch, y'all heard about her, Rona. Um, once she decides to take her ass somewhere else, you know, gone, dissipate, um, we will curate the in-person experience. And I think the beauty of having a retreat for folks that don't get the support they, they need and deserve. Unfortunately, there are a lot of different people and I folks that have different identities that don't get the support that they need. And I'm excited to curate a space like that. Um, I think one of my last questions is kind of like, why do you feel like having a space for folks that look like folks? to kind of heal is so important. Like what about tending the garden feels good for you? Cause you have different identities. I don't know if you want, would like to share them and whatnot here, but
2: like. I just, every time I go to, it's so interesting. I was having this conversation with Evian recently about like LGBTQ being all one thing, and I can't tell you how many gay events I go to where I'm not safe at all, where I'm, like, literally the only trans person in the room, or, you know, I remember doing something with GLAD once, and it was... And, and at the time I was identifying as, as cis and like I looked over and there was one black woman in the room, me and 20 cis white guys. So we immediately caught eyes and we were like, okay, well, welcome to the diversity corner, I guess. Like what is going on? And that's just, that's just the case in so many places. There've been so many places where it's all like cis white lesbians or whatever. And having had just that experience I'm like there's no way in ha- if there was like a you know survivors uh healing thing for gay people there's no way in hell I would ever sign up for it because I would just be like I don't think that I would be safe in this so knowing that you wanted to do something where each annual retreat was for a different identity a different marginalized identity it's like oh, okay, yes, like, I can immediately click into place why this is so fucking important. Like, as important as it is to be in a room with people to look like you, it's so important to heal with people who look like you. Absolutely. Um, and that
0: that is something I talk about a lot is safety, internal safety and external safety. If you aren't feeling safe in either ways, you're not going to be present.
1: Um. Well, going back to what you mentioned briefly before, that a lot of these populations... You know, just looking at the way that the healthcare system has been set up over the centuries in this country, I mean, it is geared to help a very, very narrow definition of what a human is. Yep. Um, Yep. (laughs) So, you know, a lot of these people who are more likely to face these traumas who are going into these spaces and being totally, you know, written off or not believed or having a set of assumptions put on them that don't apply to them. And they're leaving, they're leaving seeking care worse off and that's disgusting and upsetting. Yeah. Um. So I think it is so important to have someone who you know, they're not going to know everything about you or your entire experience, but they have some sort of shared general experience in life in different areas, whatever that may be, or are more likely to listen to your experience with some more understanding than what you would get in today's healthcare system. Um, and that's just got to feel good. Like people just need to hear, feel. Feel heard and validated. Um, and that's Yeah, a thousand percent. Spotlight. A yeah. thousand
0: percent. And that that, you know, I had I don't know when I started saying it, but I say it all the time. But people want to feel seen, supported, and heard. Literally like yeah, everybody. That's
1: your line. Mm-hmm. And I everybody
0: love it. wants that. Yeah,
1: yeah. No matter what. No matter
2: what. Also the intersection of identities is so important too because yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's not it's not like There's the queer community and there's the black queer community. It's like, where's the healing for the black queer and trans community? Like where, where, why aren't there any non-binary facilitators at literally any other retreat like this? There are retreats like this, Mm -hmm. you know, for white women or, you know, like for cis women, or like they. there are some retreats for healing, sure. You can Google it and look it up and I'm sure you will find something. It'll be so expensive that many marginalized identities can't afford it or it'll still it'll still be lacking in the intersection of identities like we can't act like there's a black community and then there's a disabled community and then there's a trans community like we need to be able to be like all right this is we need to make this space safe for black trans disabled individuals like we need to have everything in mind going forward rather than going forward and then figuring out what to have in mind afterwards which happens in wellness all the time Time. Mm -hmm.
0: absolutely you can't just pick one identity i can't be like you know what today i think i think i'm gonna just be a woman today let's let's table the rest i'm gonna just put that black thing over there that queer thing over there having chronic illness let's just throw that over here like no i did i wake up like here we are let's try this journey again and i think that that's very important for us to bring up is yeah the space is for people that do have intersecting things right? and being honest about that. Cause like Jesse said, there's Jesse and Dan, there's tons of retreats out there and I've done the research and there are other black women that do this stuff as well. And I, I don't want to discount that. And I also don't want to discount that because you are marginalized that you can't afford things. Not at all. I think some people are really in that bag. I would like to join you, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I think accessibility should be thought about and that's financially, that's emotionally, that is physically. And I don't think enough people think about all of those things.
1: Right. And I think a real strength of tending the garden, um, is the flexibility. Like what Dan was saying before is that you are the curator who has is in the perfect position with the past career and your actual network of accessibility to different populations you know the flexibility of being able to change the facilitators every time is so important because yeah. then you are ensuring that they are being represented mm-hmm. whoever we are serving is being represented
2: mm-hmm. absolutely it's so absolutely true it's another reason why the virtual summit is great because it really is access is the thing like it it really is accessibility you know rather than giving people okay it'll be, you know, it's April 2020, just kidding, it's April 2021, just kidding, it's April 2022, it's okay, we had to move it off and now we're going to make a resource accessible because we don't know when we'll be able to do it this way and accessibility to healing is the thing you give a shit about the most, so like, Absolutely. how do we do it, you know, and we're, we're just rolling with it as much as we can, basically.
0: <sighs> this, I feel good right now. I definitely was very much in my feelings, which I knew I couldn't bring my feelings to this conversation as much as I would have liked to. Right, Um, That's a whole, that's a secret conversation. Um, But I think there may be some people that are listening to this right now and they're like, what the, what? This is what happened? Yes. (laughs) Um, This is the direct version. And then there's some people that are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how can I? help and support the money that these individuals have lost oh my god
1: we, we never even talked about this we never even mentioned that as tell soon me. as we decided that we didn't know what was happening for sure we wanted to return all of the um oh. i was like yeah, tell all me, all what the else happened the, the attendees had paid in full mm-hmm. um you know so that they there there's just no promises and we can't hold on to that not that we even had it because the retreat center has it right um but we wanted to make sure we made it right and so bless you Amex, for making that possible
2: yeah yeah that was a part of why our um fundraiser amount like our fundraiser goal went up a little bit but mm-hmm. because of AMX we're like over 60% of the way there and it makes it so much possible for so much more possible for us to send the money back to the applicants, which we're already in process of doing. And a few of them have been so gracious to uh, use that fee as a donation for for the future. So like, we, all we have to do is raise, I think like 15 grand more, and we have everything totally covered and we're good. Everybody's recouped their, their funds, we've recouped our funds, like we've, we have the money to rent a new retreat center to yep. pay the facilitators like we're, we're actually in three. a really good position right now
0: yeah i i'm super excited and very thankful um that we do get to give these lovely humans their money back mm-hmm. um because we do care we we don't want anyone to to linger the hardship and the fact that we have had to wait this long because we've been going back and forth with this retreat center has been really disheartening um, for many reasons but i am i am very glad and very thankful that we have i'm looking at the goal right now um and yeah we did have to go up and i mean if we exceed that listen she's here to receive we are all here to receive the blessing for continued support Um, There's many things that we want to get out there, but if you want to be a part of supporting this healing for folks, and this isn't the only retreat that we're going to be doing, this probably won't be the only summit. This probably won't be the only whatever, right? Like, I don't know if you've heard about me, but the way my brain is set up, I'm curating, creating something about every two days in my brain, and Dan's constantly like, okay, All right, let's
2: just put this on this
0: Google Doc. You know what? Send me a Google Doc. Let's
2: condense these seven into two. How about?
0: (laughs) Put it in a Google Doc and I'll put it over here. We're going to get to it later. I see what you're doing. (laughs) But if you want to donate, and I will be putting all of the links and all the things there, you can go to ifundwomen.com, black ooh, black, well, black, backslash projects, backslash tending-the-garden. Again, all the links and all the things are always available. Um, Also, tendingthegarden.love, if you wanna find out more about the retreat, Um, if you want to work with us, if you are a big company and you're like, I know some people that know things, please, please reach out because we would love to receive that. We'd love to receive support. Um, yeah, tendingthegarden.love, and I, I'm very hopeful that we will exceed our goal because people like y'all that are listening right now have donated. Some of you are survivors, some of you are supporters, and some of you are both, right? And because you know how important creating healing spaces is, we get to create these spaces. If there's anything else y'all want to chime in on about the retreat, and then we can share how people can find you because you you also do other things. So everyone needs to get booked. We're we're booking season, we're all getting not cuffing season. I don't care about that. Booking season.
2: Well, here's what I'll say. Anytime I want to go to the Tending the Garden uh, crowdfunding, I literally just Google mm-hmm. Tending the Garden. I fund women. <laughs> mm. Oh, look at you, simple. Click any link. I, love I it. don't find. I do. Just so y'all know, you can use. Um, Google as a tool. I heard this. it's free. It's free. Google's usable on computers and what is Google? <laughs>
1: <laughs> heard it's a little look funny. a lot of people it turns out this year we found out a lot of people don't know what Google is. So, <laughs> is so you can't true. see Thank my face right clarifying. now, but it's true. <laughs> That's
0: so true. Woo.
2: <laughs> okay, well, if you want to find me, I mean, I'm on Instagram, Dan Owens Management, Dan Owens, mgmt. I might be changing it back to Boy God King though. I'm going through it. <gasps> oh, I know, right? I I'm going that. through an identity crisis, but um, yeah, look that up. Find me on LinkedIn, Dan Owens. Read. I love LinkedIn now. I've gotten really, really into. Oh
0: it. my god, Dan loves fucking LinkedIn. Woo, uh, every time like- I get on, I'm like, who is sending me stuff, Dan?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the emails that I send to people, but it gets to be public, so it feels better. Because I'm like, <laughs> I'll send people an email, and then they'll be like, thank you for this. I hear you. I see you. Or whatever. <laughs> like, I apologize. <laughs> I will decolonize my company. Thank you. And I'm like, uh, Like, I'd rather comment on their fucking LinkedIn and have them be like, I don't want to discuss this on LinkedIn. Because I'm like, at least you look like a pansy. You know what I mean? But anyway. Wow. Find me on LinkedIn. Dan Owens Reed.
1: <laughs> um, I won't even bother trying to give you my instagram handle because it is just binary <laughs> but i guess okay so i'm recently um getting Magical. really into starting up my photography so which, good if you see Jeminika's website or all of the recent photos she's been posting that's me um so that instagram is jrayphoto or Photo. so j r e i photo i think yep <laughs> Yep.
0: Also, um, all the links right. and stuff will be in, in the bottom. Okay, there we go. Thank yeah. you. Well, I I want to wrap it up but because I got to edit this. But <laughs> I appreciate both of you, one, for taking the time to come and sit and use your words and release with me because really I feel, whoa, I'm about to go stretch, run around or something. But for being in this journey with me, it has been and continues to be a beautiful collaboration and I'm extremely thankful for both of you and I'm excited to see what tending the garden's future looks like because I know the blessings are just starting their creations and the connections are just starting and I'm super excited about it
1: same yeah I feel the same way all right lovelies lovely
0: um for my I about to say ten and garden. My trauma queen loves. I mean, really need really to think of a name for y'all. Like you know, people have like their 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 fans names.
2: Oh,
0: My, you know how like queenies? Beyonce has a beehive. I want a something. I don't want a beehive, but some something with this. We'll queens, figure it out.
2: Baby queens, queen queen. Oh. Uh, what do people call jesters? Those are the people that make people laugh. Well, doesn't <laughs> it make you happy?
0: It does. <laughs> It does. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll uh, We'll we'll think of it. I'll, I'll come up with something one day. Just let me find my good girlfriend, Mary, and we'll figure it out. Um, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank
1: you so much. Thank
2: you.
0: Until next time. I love you.